This week's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash DJForceX. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This episode of the DJ Force X podcast is proudly sponsored by Fixed. Fixed is a fan and artist-friendly independent record label that specializes in hybrid electronic rock. It's home to the likes of Cell Dweller, Blue Starly, I Will Never Be The Same, Witchy Nicks, The Algorithm, Voicians, Celia Kira, and a whole bunch more. Check out their latest label sampler for just one dollar. At their official store, fixedstore.com. That's F I X T store.com. Save 10% off your first order by using my coupon code FORCEX. That's F O R C E X. They have loads of shirts, hoodies, stickers, posters, and many other accessories for all their artists. And this is available worldwide with fantastic international shipping rates to go with that. So head over to fixstore.com and check them out. And don't forget, use my coupon code FORCEX. Hello and welcome to the DJ FORCEX podcast, episode 55. Um, Yes, on this week's episode, I have a legendary guest. There is no other way to describe um, this person, but it is Rich Williams. Uh, now he is the guitarist from the band Kansas, uh, and Kansas, after 15 years, have just released a new album uh, called "The Prelude Implicit," uh, which is out now on uh, CD, vinyl, and digital. So across all the good formats available in all good stockists. Uh, so however you consume your music, go stream it, go listen to it, go download it, go buy it, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, but yeah. Um, I was very fortunate to have this one come through. Uh, I couldn't believe it when they said yes. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it was a great little interview. I'm a bit nervous to start with. You might pick that up in my voice. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of nerve-wracking talking to someone with such a legacy in music. Um, but yeah, uh, enjoy it um, on that front. I enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoy it as well. And um, yeah, uh, check out my radio show on Tuesday nights, uh, Crossing the Streams on Total Rock. Um, it is on at 11 p.m. UK time, 6 p.m. East Coast, and it's also on themix.fm on Saturdays at midnight East Coast time. Uh, and also, the companion to this show, uh, DJ Force X in Conversation, which goes out on Total Rock as well every Sunday at 6 p.m. UK time, 1 p.m. East Coast. And that is where I chat to these uh, musicians and I'm able to play their music. Um, I am still working on um, getting music played on this show. Unfortunately, it's going to cost some money. So hopefully from the sponsors I'm getting, some kind of income will come in and it'll be able to facilitate all that so I can have a little bit of music uh, from these bands on the show and they'll get credit and uh, get paid for for it as well because i'll have the proper licensing um but yes anyway i'm boring you with all these little tidbits and what bots of uh of podcasting and everything else you got to kind of look out for when you set these things up anyway i'm gonna get on with this interview because i know that's why you've downloaded this episode and i'm just babbling and i'm gonna keep babbling until i say this is rich williams from kansas enjoy I'd 
I'd like to welcome to my show today, I have Richard Williams. He is the guitarist from the band Kansas. Uh, welcome, Richard. Thank you. Nice to be here. No worries. Uh, thank you for joining me. I'm, just first up, I'm, I'm a huge fan of your music. This is, this is awesome for me. Um, and uh, my wife also grew up listening to you guys. So, um, yeah, this is fantastic. So, thank you. Well, that was very cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're here today uh, to talk about your uh, new album, uh, The Prelude Implicit, uh, which is out now. Um, can you uh, tell me a little bit about the album? Um, uh, how it came to be and things like that. Well, it came to be, uh, you know, it's been 16 years since the last Kansas album. Mm. Um, a lot of reasons why. You know, there was a point, you know, you know, why do a record? Who's going to care? It became kind of a a general mood, I think, among the band. And with Carrie and Steve being the main songwriters, uh, the last album we did in 2000, Kerry wrote, but it, he wasn't really in the band, but we did it at his house because he had some leftover material. Mm. Steve wasn't there. He just mailed his parts in because he was working on a solo project. Since then, Kerry has had, the door has been open, but he has no interest in submitting any material. After that, Steve had no desire to, you know, after his solo projects, he said, I don't, I'm not going to record anything new. I don't want to, I don't want to write anymore. So we had 16 years of frustration. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, Steve was a teammate. Um, you can't hold a gun to somebody's head and say, write and record. Yeah. Uh, so we did, we toured and we did that and played Kansas songs, but we weren't creative anymore. Uh, when Steve retired two years ago, that changed that dynamic. Mm. Suddenly we have a, a bunch of guys that can't wait to do everything. Uh, no more restrictions, no limits on anything. And so, of course, now you got seven creative guys that are dying to express themselves. And so, off we go. Let's let's get together. Let's start working on material. Let's write material. Let's record it. Let's put it out. Let's go out and play it. Nice. nice. And so, yeah, very... Um, We've been kind of uh, we've been tr kind of uh, treading water for a while, and while it's, it hasn't been bad, it hasn't been creative. Yeah. Uh, in that time, we did do work with symphonies and things like like that to kind of to be creative. If we don't need any any new materials, we at least try to do something different with the existing materials. So we did a lot of symphony work, and that was very enjoyable. But still, the, the creative itch was not being scratched. Yeah. Um, but what, now again, with the new team now, uh, there there are no limits. There's no no is not the answer. Yes is the answer to everything. Nice. We're already planning on the next album in 2018. So. Uh, oh, cool! I I look forward to hearing. Yeah, that. I don't I don't know what I have no idea what we're going to what we're capable of at this point. I don't think any of us do. All we know is there's there's definitely more to come. Excellent. That's really good to hear because I really enjoyed this album. A um, couple of tracks really. I like "Rhythm and Spirit," um, "Camouflage," and "The Unsung Heroes." Um, all those are great songs. Um, the whole album itself is is fantastic as well. I'm really enjoying listening to it. And um, what's the uh, what what was the, um, the the story behind the album? Was each song its own entity? Or was there a, a a common thread running through everything? 
Um, it, it, it's it's not a concept album in the sense of that. Mm. But the common thread running through the album is, okay, here's the goal, here's the plan, is we're going to make an album for the fans, and we're not going to be something other than ourselves. We're going to try to make the purest Kansas album that we can. We are a record company that was not only asking us, but demanding that we be ourselves. They weren't saying, you know, you know, guys, let's let's try to make a bunch of hits here. They, they were wanting us to to follow our nature and to make a great Kansas record. So that was our goal. And musically, uh, lyrically, all these things were very important to us to look at our to be very honoring our legacy and what we what has come before us, and and being true to that and staying on that course. Uh, with the album artwork, with everything, you know, to commission an artist instead of getting some graphic designer to throw some shit together, yeah, um, you know, on a computer, we wanted to to uh, everything to be very organic in the process of creating a piece of art, and so that was the goal was to be as quintessentially Kansas as we possibly could be. Cool. Um, so that was the concept. Nice. Was. To, to be ourselves. Yeah. No, it is, it is very, it, like I said, it's a very Kansas album. Going through your back catalogue and everything, it is very, um, it's got that kind of progressive edge, that folk edge as well. Um, and it's, yeah, it, 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 you, you've, you've done what they've asked you to do in that respect. It's a Kansas album. So, um, yeah. So on, on that front, on the industry front, because it's quite refreshing to hear that from a label just saying to an artist, like, be yourself. Whereas I know a lot of artists are kind of, um, or the, the, the label is always like, like trying to find that hit, that one thing they can sell over and over and over again. Yeah, um, well, that was, I mean, inside, that's the great thing about Inside Out. They're the perfect label for us. Um, never in our career has there ever been a label that, that wanted us to be ourselves. Yeah. They were always, you know, supportive, but, you know, I mean, working with Kirshner's going, guys, you're making some interesting stuff here, but we're not hearing anything that will fit on that radio yet. Mm. And of course, that's you know, if you if you if you manufacture shoes, you want to make one that the populace is going to find something that they want to walk around the streets in. And so, to have the most popular shoe out there is so you can sell the shit out of them. That's what a record company does. I understand the business side yeah. of it. And but it has to kind of go both ways. Um, we're not the average band, you know. There's a, a unique desire that goes beyond selling a lot of product. With with Kansas, always has been is is it a need for of integrity for this to be real, to be honest with what it, it is, to be true to ourselves instead of trying to be what. Somebody else wants to move more units. Yeah, and so to hear that coming from the record company was a first for me. Yeah, and it was so refreshing to not have the 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 you know the the heavy hand on your shoulders. You know, and instead it's just like you know, guys, make me a record, make me a good one, mm. be yourselves. You know, it was it was a, a great experience. Yeah, so I mean, obviously. You've been around for 40-odd years now. 
um, covering you've sold multi million millions of albums. <laughs> um, uh, what, how has how have you seen the industry change? Because obviously you've been out for fifteen years, um, and the industry has changed a hell of a lot in that time. Um, how has that worked for you guys? How have you embraced the um, the changes? Well, um, I don't know if embracing is the right word. Um, tolerate and accept, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> um, okay, simple reality. You know, we have not been relevant to pop radio since the 80s. You know, so, and so, but in, in learning to live with that, we also discovered that there is what, 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 what lies below the radar is this huge world of music that uh, is so much bigger than what is just simply dominated by pop radio. And then that's the world we've been living in ever since on our own terms. And it's not a bad place to be. Actually, it's a great place to be. Mm. Um, another bit of reality is just the way music is, is bought now or Actually, maybe better would say the way it's not bought now. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, this, you know, when Point of No Return came out, it, all of our peers, everybody was having, I mean, to have a gold record was was commonplace. Mm. And, you know, occasionally some would go platinum. And that was, that was, but gold albums were, everybody was having gold records. To sell 500,000 units in the United States now is a miracle. And yeah. so, you know, if this album does 50,000, if it, if it was the, comparable to 1976, it would have been 2 million. Yeah. You know, it's just times are different. Yeah. Um, there's so, so much piracy. There's so much is not paid for it. The... The small portion of 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 a, of a penny that you get, you know, from you know, streaming and all that is just beyond absurd. Yeah, I mean, you can make more money walking around picking up aluminum cans and taking them to the <laughs> to recycling bin than you than you make off streaming records. Yeah. Uh, and so the, the the reality of that. We knew going into it that no matter how popular this record gets, we're not going to be buying new new houses. Yeah. Um, it, the, so the, the importance of this record was not making money, but for our own integrity, our own need to create and to go out there and be able to perform new material again. Yeah. Because. To be honest, we signed a terrible rec record deal. We got one offer, and that was from Don Kirshner. Don Kirshner was a publisher. Mm. Guys, th that's my deal. I I own the publishing. And so, well, you know, see all these other bands that own their own publishing? We didn't. Yeah. So the band got nothing from that. Songwriters got their share. But the record deal that we signed was horrible, and so... And we had to pay off all expenses of everything. Mm. And so for the 25 cents per album that we got, had to pay off all recording costs, all tour support costs, all of that. Well, they're making, you know, two bucks a record. We're paying them back out of our pittance. Mm. But that, that, that was the only game in town. Without that, 
we wouldn't have been. We didn't get any other deals. Yeah. So we have, we've, for the last 40 some years, being on the road has always been our bread and butter. Hmm. That's what has always kept us alive is, is live performing. Um, <clears throat> you know, there's the, uh, I mean, royalty checks, they're, they're all great, but they're, there's a, a cavernous difference between what people think people in bands make and what they actually make. Yeah. I mean, I mean, people think that I live in a fucking castle somewhere <laughs> and, uh, and you know, it's just not true. And yeah, we've sold 30 million plus records. Yeah. Um, that was a long, long time ago. You know, I, I don't think you have the money that you earned 30 years ago still sitting in your pocket. No. No. Um, and you know, meanwhile, two divorces later, yes, um, being screwed by business managers, you know, the tax man bleeding me dry, <laughs> and so you know, we are, you know, and you know, then that had lawyers on top of that. Um, I'm a, I'm a guitar player. Yeah, I'm not a financial wizard. Um, so really. What I do is we we go, we go back out and we keep playing and we keep making money that way. Yeah, that's how I know how to make a living. Nice. And the rest of it is just all, you know, the, the business is what it is. Yeah. It's it's a uh, it is a wonderful place to be. Yet it is the most dishonest, disgusting, vile, venomous blood-sucking business you can imagine you could ever be in yeah no definitely definitely i'm just glad i enjoy performing yes yeah no i've been i've been in bands before and um yeah i've had ups and downs within the industry itself so i i kind of have a taste of what it can be like on that respect so um but speaking of well i'm uh, sure yeah go ahead continue no 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 go on you were saying oh i was just saying so you, you know what it's like to put money in other people's pockets <laughs> yeah i'm still paying it off so yeah i know very well um, oh there you go yeah <laughs> it's saying uh, it can be incredibly expensive if you don't know where the money should go so yeah um speaking of live shows though you do have a couple of dates coming up uh the leftover chore tour even uh where you perform that album leftover chore in its entirety uh and you're also throwing in new songs um from your new album and a couple of deeper deeper cuts as well so uh, can you tell me about that show? Yeah, it's uh, we've never done a show like this before. We've never done an album in its entirety. Um, that's another thing that yes is the answer to everything now. <laughs> you want to do this? Sure, let's do it, guys. Um, but that's a great springboard for us to actually present new material. So we're playing uh, six of the ten songs off the new album. Hmm. And then we're playing a lot of other stuff too. So it's two and a half hours of, of Kansas nonstop. There's no intermission. It's we. It's a it's an evening with, and it's a, it's a lot of fun. Nice. No, it sounds really cool. Are, are you planning any more dates of that, or is the final the three you've got on your site right now are they the final three for that run? Well, I think there's about thirty dates or so booked, and uh, we're we're working on booking a. a you know, there's there's things in the works for next year that just aren't on our website yet. But we're planning on taking this up off the, you know, west of the Mississippi, all up and down, up, you know, the, the west coast, and hopefully across Canada. Nice. And uh, we really want to come to Europe. Yeah. Uh, this next year, so that's that's in the plans. Um. So, 
that's all yet to, to be. Right now, that, that's being worked on. Yeah, the logistics of all that, and that that is the plan. But uh, nothing is definite at the moment. Cool, cool. Well, but yeah, we, we, we will continue this leftover tour into next year as long as we can. Nice, nice. Um, I've got a couple of questions left. Cool. What are your three top albums? So away from Kansas, what are your three top albums? My three favorite albums. Yep. Up the top of my head. Oh boy, close to the edge. Yes, by close to the edge. By yes, Sergeant Pepper's by the Beatles. Nice. Um, number three, I would have to go. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure which one I would pick of a, of a Gentle Giant album. Okay, cool, cool. And uh, what are your hobbies away from music? So. During that time off you had, did you develop any hobbies away from playing guitar? <laughs> I used to. I used to. I, um, I, I was a fisherman. I used to love to fish. I fished all the time. Um, uh, but I, I had retired, I, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I, bought, I, I bought a nice boat, and I was. Uh, I used to go to Lake o- Okeechobee, actually, close to you. Yeah. Every winter. Oh, nice! And I spent I spent three nineteen ninety. I spent three months there, um, fishing with friends down there out of a out of a tackle shop out of the town of Okeechobee, and I was offered a job there uh, to be a guide. Oh. And it was tempting, you know. I thought I was retired, but then I uh, why, why turn something I enjoy doing into a job? Yeah. <laughs> and then, but then, but then. Um, we got a call from a German promoter saying, you know, I could put together a tour with, for you guys, you know, come over here to Germany for two weeks. And so we talked with Dave and Terry and we thought, what do you guys think? You know, let's, let's go do this. And so we went over and played and had a lot of fun with it. And so, you know, you know what if we do this like every year, you know, we do, Go out and do about 20 dates together, just for old times' sake. Mm. Well, that sounds fun. Well, when we, you know, it went so well that we thought, let's put together, a, let's, a friend of ours ran a place here in Atlanta. Let's, let's see if they're available. And we'll do just a show there, well, you know, before we hang it up. The date was available. So when we came into town, it sold out in seconds. Nice. And so it's so, like, well, what if we you know play a little bit longer? All of a sudden, then another two weeks, then another two weeks, and finally Carrie and, and Dave said, I, I, "We didn't sign on for this." <laughs> and uh, but we, we we realized. See what had happened was that our previous management, record company, everybody you know, uh, uh, agencies said, "Guys, nobody cares. Find something else to do." And it, it, what it appeared that happened was they had all grossly underestimated our fan base. Mm. And from from that tour, I haven't stopped since. Um, <clears throat> last year, we did 94 shows. This year, I'm going to do over 100. I'm busier now than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> um, and so fishing is going to have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> the fish will still be there. Because... So. <laughs> You know, I mean, I got home 
uh, night before last after being gone for over two weeks. You know, um, and I had doctor appointments all morning. Early this morning, before all the interviews today, I've got more catching other business to take care of, and then I've got a day here, then I leave for Dallas. Um, there is, uh, we're, we're forcing ourselves to take some time off in December and January, but we're still working. <laughs> but, yeah. and meanwhile, there's so much that has gone into the album and, and all the new material we're playing and stuff. So every day there's a lot of, I mean, nothing against, like say playing in bad company. I love bad company, mm. but it doesn't require, um, constant studying. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you know, a two and a half hour show, especially with some material we haven't played in a long time, we are all woodshedding constantly. Having, I, I'll be, I'll spend two hours today just going through the set again. I have to do that every day because there, there's just too damn many notes to play and <laughs> too many, too many split second decisions with switching pickups and changing sounds and all these things. Yeah. Uh, it has to be automatic, and if if I take a week off, I'm I'm behind, and so I, I don't have time for hobbies. Um, yeah. my, the biggest hobby I have right now today is me and my wife. We got went shopping last night, so we throw something in the crock pot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, feeding ourselves is our hobby at the moment. Yeah. You know, cooking and trying to do something, doing it right and healthy. Yeah, it's about the only thing we have time for. It. My wife travels with me most of the time, and so it, this is a full time job. Okay. Well, thank you, Richard, uh, for your time today. I really appreciate it. Um, I love the album, uh, the Prelude Implicit, uh, which is out now for everyone listening. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's got some great guitar work in there from yourself, um, which is fantastic. Some lovely strings in there as well, and. It's, very kind of strong and powerful storytelling in the vocals as well so um it's a fantastic album so thank you again richard thank you so much for your time i hope to see you there yes i will be there in december thank you <laughs> you have a good rest of your day you okay? thank you bye-bye all right come on